0: The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, happy Friday. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we're so glad you're here because we're going to talk about the Minnesota State Fair and all of the new attractions uh, coming to the fair, which is going to be here before we know it you know?
2: Just a few weeks from now.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yes. So who do we have, Bradley, with us?
2: We have a very special guest who's joining us today. I mean, there's plenty of new food. We've talked about that at the fair this year, but there's also plenty of new things to see and do as well. And we've got Maria Hayden from the Minnesota State Fair to chat about some of the uh, fun new things at the fair this year. Maria, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: Okay. Like, there's so much going on. I don't even know where to begin, but can you just Tell us about some of the new attractions or some of the headlines for you that stuck out this year.
1: Definitely. So earlier this week, actually, we announced our new attractions for this year. Um, so this includes everything from a great lineup of new exhibits to new days in Danpatch Park, more accessible guest service offerings, some anniversary celebrations, and so much more. Wow.
0: So uh, tell me about uh, what's happening at the Midway. I found this really interesting, accommodating people who might not like all the lights and sounds or, or can't handle those sensory experiences.
1: Yeah. So this year we're introducing, we're very excited to have sensory friendly mornings at the Midway and Kidway happening on Monday, August 28th. So at the Kidway, that'll run from 9 to 11 and Midway from 10 to noon. And during this time, we'll have reduced lights sounds and non-safety related announcements all minimized so for those who might find the sights and sounds of the midway and kidway overwhelming this would be a great time for them to have a chance to check out those attractions that's pretty cool really cool i'm
2: glad to know and i'm sure a lot of uh listeners um, you know, who've got family members of themselves who would appreciate that are, are, uh, going to take full advantage. Now, Maria, one of the things on the list of the new attractions this year that I thought, um, gosh, this sounds super fun is the sweet and selfie experience. It offers, looks like a bunch of Instagram worthy moments. Can you tell us a little bit more about how we can get in on that fun?
1: Yeah, so one of the great parts about the Sweet and Selfie experience is it's completely free with fair admission. So this is a brand new exhibit coming to the Minnesota State Fair. It'll be in our North End Event Center, which is air conditioned, which we love. Um, And it'll be open every day of the fair from 9 to 9. So if people are interested in checking it out, it's free with fair admission. Head up there and go take some great pictures. Oh, that sounds like a lot of
0: fun.
2: And I mean, you can think about just like, A, you can take a break and get some fresh air. Yes. Or uh, cold, fresh air, but also, you know, get a few photos for the gram. Tag some people.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. You know, something that caught my eye that I thought was just so neat is the ceremonies that are going to be happening for naturalization and uh, oaths of allegiance. These are uh, new citizens, and they'll be able to celebrate that big, important day at the fair.
1: Yeah, so we call ourselves the Great Minnesota Get Together here at the Minnesota State Fair. So what better better way to celebrate getting together than welcoming citizenship candidates from more than a dozen countries? So they'll be taking their oaths of allegiance, which is the final step in the naturalization process, and officially becoming citizens of the United States here at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, that is so cool.
2: Yeah, I love the idea that you, you know, we can all sort of be a part of that experience and they can, we can celebrate along with that new group of uh, Minnesotans slash U.S. citizens. Can you talk a little bit? Of, I, You know, the talent show is always a draw every year. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times uh, when we go to the fair, that's like the one thing everybody wants to do. Like, let's go see the talent show because you never quite know who's going to be up there. And oftentimes you get blown away right. by the uh, skills and abilities that people have. I know this year, Maria, uh, is a special year for the talent contest out at the fair.
1: It certainly is. So this year we are celebrating the 50th annual amateur talent contest. Over the last 50 years we've had more than 17 thousand singers, dancers, wow. jugglers, acrobats, instrumentalists, all sorts of different talents audition to be a part of the Amateur Talent Contest. So actually, auditionings are currently happening right now on the fairgrounds. So if people want to come watch a little preview of the fair, they can head over this weekend. We'll have auditions on the Liney Lodge Shell stage. Um, otherwise, semifinals will run from the first day of the fair through September 2nd, and then on September 3rd, we'll have the finals on our grandstand stage, another free event
0: with fair admission oh wow that that is really cool too uh can we talk about the oink booth it's getting a new (laughs) look everyone loves pigs i mean i do i wanted a pig as a kid so bad and i never got one but i I get get to but i do every year um visit that is the first thing i visit if i go into any of the farmland livestock that's the first farm thing you do i do definitely to see the see the pigs what's new with the oink booth
1: yeah, so the Oink booth is one of the most iconic parts of our uh, barn area down at the Minnesota State Fair. It's where you get those little pig hats that people know and love. Yes. Um, it actually is undergoing a renovation currently as we speak, and we'll have a brand new look for fair this year. So the look will be designed to reflect a real modern-day pig barn. So it'll be in a little bit of a different location, totally mm-hmm. revamped, and we're really excited to introduce people to its new look.
2: Maria, um While we have you here, I mean, here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we love to talk about food, and we have spent a lot of time (laughs) talking about the new fair food that's headed our way. Is there, you know, uh, is there something on the list this year that you're super excited about?
1: (sighs) It's so hard to pick just one. I know, I know. Well, tell (laughs) tell us as
2: many as you want.
1: All right. Well, I think one that holds a special place in my heart, you know, working here at the fair, we're here all hours of the day and we're always looking for good breakfast options. Oh, yeah. So I'm really excited to try the Holy Hamloaf Breakfast from Hamlin Dining Hall. That's at the top of my list.
2: You're going to have to tell us how it is, honestly, Maria, because that's not too far from where we're going to be broadcasting. And I saw that on the list and it looked absolutely amazing. So you'll have to let us know how it is.
1: I don't know i have ever done ham loaf for breakfast before so I don't, I don't i'm excited so. to try it in the new execution
0: i don't think i've ever had ham loaf oh god what makes ham loaf d- not that i mean i can ham? research this on my own time right. <laughs> but uh okay yeah yeah i'm in though it's uh sounds good ham loaf like a meatloaf.
2: You're, you're selling it on. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds real good. No, it just looks super comfort foody. Oh, yeah. Just super, like, I just want to sit down to a big old slab, a warm ham loaf between two pieces of white bread. Oh, boy. Absolutely. Now, there is a <laughs> lot of other pickle stuff on the, year, uh, on the list this year, Maria. Um, I feel like everybody got the memo last year after dill pickle pizza was a hit. They started, you know, trying to put pickles in everything.
1: Yeah, it really does feel like the year of the pickle this year, which I'm all in for. I'm a big pickle lover. So some of the interesting pickle items that people will be offering this year, Nordic Waffles will be having a dill pickle lemonade, which I think it will be a very interesting combination for those who are interested in pickle-flavored beverages. Um, and then we also have Mike's Hamburgers offering pickle fries, so French fries but with pickles in them. That looks delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also a dill pickle cheese curd taco from Richie's Cheese Curd Tacos. They were actually a new year last year. So it's fun to see them having a new take on the new foods list this year.
0: Very cool. I always appreciate, I am living in a home where we have some gluten-free kids who have celiac. And uh, just knowing that you guys have a map out there, um, I'll put a link to it on our show links page uh, for gluten free food is super important. And that and that places within the fair are taking time to, you know, make that a priority is just it's really great.
1: Yeah, we're really fortunate to have great partners at Twin Cities Rock who pull together that uh, celiac friendly gluten free list every year. Yes. Um, And I think it was uh, two years ago now we introduced a uh, completely gluten free vendor, Auntie M's. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely something that we're always looking to expand. To fit people of all different dietary offerings.
0: Oh, Absolutely. yes. We're very familiar with that place. It's the first. Uh, we go there sometimes three times a day mm-hmm. when we're at the fair because they really don't yeah. have a lot of options. And we're, we're looking for them to expand if they could maybe put up three uh, food truck stations <laughs> throughout the fair. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, we just love them. They're, they're great. And the lines are so long. So definitely popular.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Maria, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing some of the new attractions and, of course, uh, revisiting some of the new foods that we've uh, talked about. We are very excited for the fair. It's right around the corner. I'm sure you are super, super duper busy. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Always fun to chat new attractions and new food especially. So.
2: Fabulous. Again, that's Maria Hayden from the Minnesota State Fair. We'll post a link to all the new attractions coming to the fair this year on our show links page. And when we come back, we're headed back to Publationship Town, Brangelina. There's a development in the battle between uh, the battling exes when we return right here on My Talk. Or app. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here from my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoworks.com. Here's the deal you're going to be out and about this summer a lot. You're going to be in your vehicle a lot. And I don't know if you've been paying attention the last couple of days. It's so hot. You've probably been running that AC like crazy. If anything goes wrong with that AC, or you feel like it's not blowing as hard as it should be, call Tom and his team at Boulevard. They will help. They'll get you back on the road again, blowing that cool air all summer long. I feel like the heat's coming back. So, Um, let's make sure that you got your AC can keep up with whatever summer throws our way. And it's always just a good idea to make sure that your car's getting that scheduled maintenance. Don't put it off. I bring my car to Tom and his team at Boulevard. They've been there for over four decades. They're the hometown team. They're the real deal. They're going to explain exactly what they're doing in language you can understand, and they are not going to take you for a ride. So please call Tom and his team at Boulevard Auto Works today. BLVDAutoworks.com. Tell them Bradley sent you.
0: Welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Happy Friday. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we have to talk about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt.
2: Oh, those fools. What are now, they up to, Dawn?
0: Well, uh, they're both petty. We know that. Petty corner. <laughs> we have Angelina. Uh, we're talking about Miraval, Chateau Miraval. Miraval. They've been in court over this for two years now after Angelina sold her portion of the business uh, for her former investment company Nouvelle, uh, she sold that to a Russian oligarch named Yuri Scheffler, and he no is a, a exiled from Russia. He's a part of the Stoli <laughs> brand of vodka, so. She did that without asking him, which honestly was the first petty thing in this. But don't leave Brad Pitt out of the petty corner. here. No,
2: they have battled this petty war out with one another for years now.
0: Yes. And then he got revenge by, you know, he was basically accused of shoveling millions of euros into the trash out of spite uh, just to get back at her and trying to maybe bankrupt the business because he was suing her for selling her portion of Chateau Miraval to this Russian oligarch. Yeah. It seemed like, well, this fight's never going to end.
2: Yeah, it was tit for tat, and it just seemed to go on and on. And then don't forget that in the process of this, this is the reason that we learn about all of the hateful, terrible things that Brad Pitt is alleged to have done mm-hmm. uh, on the tarmac of that airport or in that airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, that stopped up north in Minnesota that many years ago, which, by the way, a source called in our show to give us the update of what actually happened on that, and then it went viral, and uh, oh. Radar Online got involved. It was a very crazy time for us. Wait a but, minute.
0: They called you?
2: Well, yeah, because uh, I think it was a girlfriend of one of the guys who worked up on the, uh, oh. at the airport was like, yeah, this happened. <gasps> Wow. said Brad Pitt was driving around uh, or like peeing. No, what was it? Peeing on a... I don't remember. Peeing. He peed on something on the tarmac. He peed on somebody? Yeah. Anyway, the moral of the story is we learned remember recently about the abusive things that he is alleged to have said and done only as a result of her people filing paperwork in court yes. on behalf of this lawsuit. So this is all connected to this years-long battle. Mm-hmm. And it really did seem like their egos and their trauma was informing, mm. you know, this this legal battle.
0: Totally. And even just recently, I'm looking at this, and, and this is July 11th, that... um there is a lawsuit her investment company, her former investment company.
2: All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Steven Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Is suing Brad Pitt for $350 million. This is a 98-page lawsuit. Now, this is what she sold. This is what she sold. So the people who are suing him for essentially ruining the winery or trying to ruin the winery out of spite. They're like, yeah, you can't do that because this is part of our investment, too. So just July 11th. Now we're hearing from TMZ that they might be entertaining the idea of possibly... Taking this and settling it out of court.
2: Yeah, so this was shocking news yesterday that there might be a settlement in this case. What do we know?
0: Well, um, they just say that they have agreed to mediation as a means to settle their dispute, um, which is a big step that they've even agreed to mediation.
2: Oh, for sure.
0: I mean, that doesn't mean that it won't turn around. They're like not so fast. Um, You know, they could. They're just agreeing to talk out of court and well, to settle huge. it. That is huge. I'm sure both of them are, you know, tired of it by now. It's been two years. And, you know, before that, all, all of the battles before that for custody and, and their divorce, has their divorce been finalized?
2: I think their divorce was finalized. I think this part of the, um, oh gosh, now I don't know. Cause there's so many loose ends. Cause there's like the actual divorce. And then you've got like, I don't, think there was a separate custody agreement? I don't know, actually. It's been so damn long. But I do know that some pieces of... I think other than this part of it, everything else has been resolved. So this is the last thing sort of sitting out there. Okay. But the moral of the story is this is like the most news we've had in the story for years. It so really
0: is. It really is. Why do
2: we know this? I mean, like, who's saying the, what to whom?
0: We know because uh, documents were filed, and you know TMZ is... Uh, at the courthouse every day looking for new documents so um there are there have been documents filed uh that they are so they finally got their agreeing. hand on some documents they got some hand on some documents that were just filed um that looks like it's possible that they could. <laughs> well,
1: that does sound very hopeful.
0: Well, it's well, of course, you know. There's clickbait, yeah. you know, and there's this story about um, they're willing to settle their dispute out of court, mm. and it says, "But wait, oh. you know." So this is just a first step in saying, like, we might want to talk about this, and not, but think about how much money they've already spent in attorney fees. It's far outweighs probably even the cost of at this point the investment in the business. I think they bought it for something like $28 million, which to them is uh, – and she, she bought – he wants to make it clear that 40% is what she put in to the uh, – that's uh, – he did acknowledge that she ponied up 40% of the original $28.4 million purchase price. So um, – That's how he claims that he she shouldn't have been able to sell the 40 percent herself without an agreement.
2: Yeah, I mean, to your point, it sounds like to me they've spent far more in time as well as money battling this out than they are probably, you know, ever going to make or um, find value in. Uh, for the rest of their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it just seems like this is not worth the fight. And I've said this for years, like, you guys, you're super-duper wealthy. You're super-duper privileged. You've got plenty of resources. Figure it out and move on with your life because the cost to your mental health and the lives of your children is not, well, I shouldn't say the lives of your children, but the well the The stress is not worth it for you guys. You have plenty of other things to do. And I'm sure they would say, well, we're not. It's not like we're battling this out day to day. There's not like a, you know, they're not going into court every other day. They're probably just paying lawyers and writing checks. But at the end of the day, for what? Yeah. What is it that you think you're going to get that you couldn't sit down together? And it sounds like if mediation is, in fact, on the table that you couldn't have gotten through mediation years ago.
0: And I know that this place is really special and old and has a lot of history to it, but let's be real here. Both of them have enough money to find another place that's similar.
3: Or just be
2: like, you know what? We're not together anymore. This isn't going to work anymore. Let's move on.
0: Yeah, I would want to move on. And it sounds like maybe they do, too.
2: Well... Let's hope
0: we're moving the sake
2: of everyone. We are moving on because we have a very special guest in the studio who's joining us. Oh, wait. He always joins us at around this time. His name is Paul McGuire Grimes. And he's going to tell us what's in theaters or what we should be going to see, uh, even if it's on our couch this weekend when we return right here on my talk. One, oh, seven, one.
0: Anything. Entertainment.
2: Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. You know Alight, a Twin Cities-based organization that spreads out across the globe 365 days a year to help those who are displaced. And this month, we are thanking Minnesotans who have reached out to help support the work Alight is doing. You know, uh, specifically, my talkers deserve thanks. For their support for Alight over the last few years, you know, after the war broke out in Ukraine, more than 1,640 MyTalkers stepped up with over $150,000 in donations. That helped the Alight team launch their response for Ukrainian families. And since then, Alight has been able to help more than 1 million Ukrainians navigate to safety and security. That is huge. And My Talkers, that's thanks to you. My talkers also helped delight welcome Afghans and Minnesotans, or excuse me, Afghans and Ukrainians to Minnesota directly. To learn how you can continue to support that work, head to wearealight.org. and thank you.
0: The adventures of Bradley and Dawn My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us. You popped in at a great time. Because we're about to talk about movies with Paul McGuire Grimes.
3: yeah This is such an exciting time. It is. Like, I'm so full of joy in life right now because everyone and their mother is out at the movie theaters going to the movies. And it's such
2: an awkward, great time because also, there's a writer's actors strike. Yes. So despite that, though, people just flocked to the theater last week. Well, they're still there. I mean, literally sold out still.
3: Sold out screenings. I went to see Oppenheimer Monday at 11 a.m. at the Imagine Theater's Willow Creek to see it on 70 millimeter. The screening was almost sold out. The others of that day were sold out. I went to see an advanced press screening of Haunted Mansion Tuesday night at Southdale. That theater was absolutely packed. Their bar was packed. I'm like... Oh my gosh, I'm loving everything about this. Yes. The excitement that people have to just go to theaters, dress in the pinks to see Barbie and get in their photos in the booth. And I just love it all. Where do you want to start? Um, let's start with the beginning of the Barb and Heimer double feature with Barbie. (laughs) I, you know, I think you go into this thinking, oh, this is going to be like a little kitschy nostalgia trip. And then. Throughout the movie, you're like, this is, like, hitting deep. It's topical. Many layers. There's there's many layers to it. Everything works about that movie, in my opinion. I think the writing is phenomenal. I think the production design is stunning, with, like, the look of Barbie Land being a very, like, plastic 2D on a Hollywood soundstage, painted backdrop, and then they go to the real world, and it is very much real world. And just the look of it, the costumes were stunning, the music is great, and the acting is incredible, not even just, like, two-dimensional, like, fake performances. Like, Ryan Gosling, Margot Robbie, America Ferreira, all are worthy of Oscar nominations for what they do in this movie and oh, how they wow. tell this story, in I, my opinion.
2: I heard several people say, specifically Ryan Gosling, I think the women as well, but I just think it was <laughs> hilarious that, like, people were like, the guy deserves an Oscar for the, for the Barbie movie. But to that end, they did an amazing job. What, like... So much of this seems serendipity, like all of the things sort of came together. But it's it's truly more than that because you did really have an amazing writer. Greta Gerwig. You had, you had Phenomenal. Mattel who was willing to let them push uh, buttons and boundaries that mm-hmm. perhaps uh, in the past they might not have. And right. then you had Disney who somehow let them you know do like they just let Greta make her movie i think there's
3: and she then cranked out the highest grossing film i'm sorry warner brothers warner brothers it's warner brothers Yeah. yeah and i think it says something about mattel too like you said of they're allowing us to talk about barbie the figure and her relationship to women and men in this country and what does that mean and why how has our relationship changed over time and how can it be good and bad and Maybe somewhere in the middle, I thought it was fascinating, and I loved how women rule the world in Barbie Land. And you go to the the real world, and what does it mean then when men rule the world? And it's that difference there. I thought the juxtaposition it raises a lot of questions. In America Ferrera's monologue, if you both remember, was stunning. Like people were cheering in the theater as she was delivering. And I was like, "Yep, a hundred percent."
0: Yeah, I'm sure everybody's. I mean, it is definitely not a passive movie to watch. I'm no. sure everybody. Had a different experience in every theater they were in, whether it be people walking out. I'm just kidding, I didn't see anyone walk out. <laughs> but, you know, just the excitement behind it. You know, it definitely it's not a passive experience. It's no. definitely something that gets people cheering and excited. You have people that loved it.
3: it. You have people that hated it.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh so I four and, Oppenheimer, and a half out of
3: five ticket subs for the Four
0: Barbie. and a half out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It really,
2: it really got yeah. to me. So you think, you know, I don't know what
3: we're doing for awards this year, but uh, what are you thinking? Well, if they have awards this year, I think that it could be up for production design, costumes, the performances. And there's no reason not to. Like, it's not your traditional Oscar bait movie, but let's make it one. Like, let's start those conversations so that we can ap- appreciate what this kind of movie is like, the satire, of the comedy, because comedy is really ignored. And what Ryan Gosling does, as can, he's so committed into playing the seriousness of that role that then it's funny. And that's why comedy, that's why it's so funny.
2: Do you think, like, I mean, I, I'm not saying it should get Best Picture or be nominated for Best Picture, but because of the way, you know, the increased number of nominees for Best Picture yeah. and the fact that, you know, this was kind of a box uh, office, box- uh, or not kind of, uh, it extremely a box office success but also not just sort of you know like a superhero box office success you have Greta Gerwig an actual um you know legitimate screenwriter who uh is worthy of getting awards and has been nominated in the past I
3: mean she did the Little Women reboot with Mm -hmm. Saoirse Ronan and she did Lady Bird like she's a great auteur and to take a material like this and put a really fresh spin on it and to bring people out because it wasn't superhero it wasn't franchise it wasn't the the reboot or the remake of this it's not connected to anything really it's just connected to a doll that many people played with
0: exactly yes
3: love it let's bring on the awards whenever they may happen
0: yeah and and uh what about uh i can see it well what golden globes used to be i can see it uh you know being nominated. Does the Golden Globes exist anymore? Are they going to happen? They just are as a going side? to
3: happen. They're under new ownership, if right. I remember correctly. This hit the news like about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And the membership, I think, is changing. So I don't know what's going to happen there, yeah. to be quite honest. And right. the Emmys have now moved to some indefinite date. And-
0: right. Which is probably smart.
3: Yeah. Yes, for sure. Considering
0: they won't have any writers for the actual ceremony, or right.
3: actors, or and actors. The actors won't be able to show up. So yeah.
0: that's kind of boring, isn't it? Very so. boring.
3: And so, okay, we don't have time to get into that. No. <laughs> we have plenty of time. To get okay, into that. Yeah. so let's talk because there's word that Warner Brothers, speaking of Barbie, wants to push Dune Part Two yeah. and The Color Purple. Into 2024, because what they want is their actors to promote said movies Mm -hmm. and do the premieres and the talk show circuit. Let's
2: be real. Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet. They bring people to the theater. They bring huge people to the theater.
3: Mm -hmm. But they don't want to pay said actors for their work, because that's why we're in the strike. So they have all the power to end the strike and get their actors back. To doing the press mm-hmm. junkets, but they won't do that. So their thought is, let's just wait till it's over to then make put these movies out. Right. Anyway, that's my beef for the day.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? It's an ongoing conversation. Yes, you know? it affects real people's lives yes. that are trying to work. So, what about Oppenheimer? Oh my gosh,
3: probably the best movie of the year. I yes, I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, but to take something like the story of J. Robert Oppenheimer, who people probably don't know a lot about, making him this. Uh, Quantum physicists brought in by the American government to build a bomb before Germany would before World War Two and make it this riveting movie about science, technology, the aftermath and make it this kind of political thriller Mm -hmm. and then question all of the ethics behind all that with a massive cast was stunning. You are riveted for three hours straight in a way that a lot of filmmakers can do.
2: I was going to say, it's no small thing to keep people's interest for three hours. You loved it, Don, right?
0: I had, I've never had an experience quite like that in a theater.
2: Say more. What was it? Um, it, Where'd you see
0: it? I saw it? it at Alamo. Okay. And I feel like at first I was pretty, I was irritated at Christopher Nolan for throwing so much at me and keeping that West Wing type, pace mm, yes but then i realized the purpose of it whenever it happened and when the moment happens which guys a bomb goes off i mean I. <laughs> History. Spoiler, spoiler alert, alert. <laughs> okay but him uh, the way he filmed that and all of the flash forwards he did before that the use of sound and the absence of sound mm-hmm. i started to physically like shake yeah and I started crying and I heard people behind me crying Right, just because we are looking from the future into the past. So we know what's going to happen Yes, and we know the implication and we see just everything. Those shots, just like I could not, I've never had that kind of physical response (laughs) in a movie, not just I'm sad or this means a lot, but like he did something, the rumbling, like.
3: (laughs) So you're so you're so it. His fit, the team that he works with behind the scenes is they're all geniuses. So he frequently works with cinematographer Hoyt von Hoytema, yes. who's done stuff with Jordan Peele. They film this using 65 millimeter film stock. On IMAX cameras to get the, that larger image, that mm-hmm. larger, and because it's on film, you get a deeper image. And if you see it on film and IMAX, it just it's a deeper concentration, it's a higher resolution than just a standard digital projection. So you feel like you're within the story. And for them to shoot a lot of it in close-ups, yeah. It like makes it feel all the more intimate, despite yes. the grand epic scale of what's going on in the country. And then to you're talking about the kind of the West Wing, this the the, the pace, pacing the urgency, and then and cutting back and forth ugh. between the confirmation hearings of what the aftermath is. So you already know the aftermath of like how he then is perceived, perceived, and then leading into it. And Killian Murphy, ugh. can we give him Best Actor for Please, this? Please,
0: just right now. I He's mean, stunning. I, it's unbelievable. He's I,
3: one of those actors that you feel like you're not showing your full hand right here. You're thinking and you're like engaged. You can see behind his eyes. Yes but I don't know what he's going to do next. I so is it.
2: there anywhere in the Twin Cities that we can see the
3: film IMAX version? Yes. So if you want to see IMAX, you can go to uh, an AMC theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to see it on film, you can go to the Imagine Theater's Willow Creek. Okay. They're showing it on 70 millimeter. My photographer, Drew and I at Twin Cities Live went behind the scenes into the projection booth oh, cool. to oh, kind wow. of talk about how it's all, like the reels on the platters, how it's projected, why we're one of just two, sit one sit like, A few cities to actually get this print. Oh, that's cool. Then I need to go
0: see it again there.
3: I think you'll get a different experience if you're seeing it on film. Versus IMAX, versus yes. digital, Perfect. and I've heard people say how different it is to see it and experience it in. How many outside. tickets? Subs get? Five out of five. Okay, yes. Oppenheimer. So so Sorry. far, one of your best films of the Absolutely. year. Absolutely.
2: All right. Yeah. Paul, you're going to be on Twin Cities Live later today. They're running a package They're, Yes. Oh Okay. <laughs> <Running a package. laughs> that's, that's business speak. Yeah. You hey. Yeah. You, let yeah. Yeah.
0: you let him run a package on you, huh? Hey, oh.
2: Well, he did last week too. You you brought your uh, Ken package. Yes, with I you. did. Okay, I brought me. me <laughs> to clear. Got my Kenner on He had his Ken on. We were
3: both.
2: Great pictures, can. yes. yes. Yeah. Um, That's great. So, tune into Twin Cities Live to see Paul uh, this afternoon. But also, Paul, tell us where we can follow along with all of your other Paul's, uh, movie yeah, fun.
3: Paul's com. You can find information about my movie series at Imagine, all the interviews I've done recently. Um, yeah, Paul's dot. Fabulous, Paul. Thank you so
2: Thanks much for, for joining us. Me. We didn't get you. a chance to talk about Haunted Mansion, but we've got
3: weeks to comment. We can talk okay, about it. Okay, good. All yeah. right, we'll do that. All
2: right. When we come back, it's game time. Uh, we'll find out where the game show roulette wheel lands today, and Mike will. Well, Dawn, and you and I get to play together today because oh, it's Friday yeah. Great. when we return right here on Mike. My-
0: Adventures Dawn of Bradley Dawn. and Don. happy Friday. So glad that you could be with us. And if you missed any of the uh, other part of the show, you can uh, download our podcast. Please do. It is game time.
3: Yay! Time now to play along. It's Game
2: Show Roulette!
4: Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Game time, and of course it's Friday, which means you guys are going to be playing together. So we'll bring our Friday game show roulette wheel out here with all of the uh, co-op games. Spin that wheel! We want to send everybody off on a happy note. Yes. Let's see how things go today. When you're going to play? Uh, Uh uh, yeah, that one. Ooh, this sounds like... It's a current game show. Fan favorites. Uh, 25 words or less. Oh, yeah. Remember this one. I do
2: remember this one. <laughs> ah, yeah.
4: It's fun. You guys go back and forth and try to get each other to I like how you to try to sell with. it. Yeah. It's, it's fun! <laughs> it is. You guys uh, each uh, will have...
2: AKA, we're going to make fools of ourselves, but that's, that's the goal, also yes. fun.
4: Uh, uh, similar to like when we play pyramid or one of those co-op games uh you guys have 10 words in front of you now here's the key you have to get your partner to guess all 10 of those words you have to do it within a minute's time and you can only use 25 words or less
0: Okay. So this is the one where there is there.
4: yes, there is this is the one where you've got uh, not only a time constraint but you also want to use maybe two or yeah. three words.
0: Let to me describe ask a question. One. Yeah, sounds good. If we repeat the same words, which we should, I don't count. That's, that's okay. Nope. Okay, but nope. sometimes I have a tendency to just repeat the same thing and look and, at him intently. And
4: I haven't uh, counted those okay, in the past, and you. I won't start counting those today. So okay. you're all good. Thank you. Don't you worry about that. I don't know if it's officially the rules, but who cares? Let's play and have some fun. Okay. Who wants to give first? and who wants to be receiving clues? Go for it, Don. I'll give. All right, you're going to be giving first. Again, you're going to hear the start of a timer. When that timer goes, you start uh, trying to get Bradley to guess the words that you are looking at.
0: Okay, I can flip it over? You can flip it over.
4: Get acquainted with it. Are you ready to go? Uh Uh-huh. All right, start when you hear the timer.
0: Engaged person. Fiance. Plane driver. Pilot. Clown. Workplace. Circus. Uh, Pass. A hundred years. Century. Buying things. Place.
2: Mall. Store.
0: Yes. Old fish. (laughs) Week.
2: Old fish. Old
0: fish week.
2: Old fish week. Shark week. Mm -hmm. Um... Except week. Yeah, 15 playground. Words. 15 words so far.
0: Playground. Fun. Ride. Kids play playground. Fun.
2: Toy. Jungle gym. Spinny wheel thing.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, seat.
2: Oh. Wow. I think I know what that is. Do you? Swing set? Swing. Yeah, swing, yeah. Swing. yeah. Right, but... Oh, boy. So, that was... No, that was, we did great. You did great, yeah. Knocked him out of the park. I think we
4: got all but one or no, two. No, no. Oh, there's you missed two I
0: didn't get to, and then I skipped one.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, but you got fiance, pilot, circus, century, store, shark. That's pretty good, That, that was man. really good. Missed how many points is that? Yeah, that was five. What do we need? Uh, to win the game. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, you got six. You need 10 to win it. Oh, so, piece but, of cake. But I honestly think six is about as close as you guys yeah, have come. Oh, we've never done that good. No, on the I don't first think you've ever done that good in the first round. So yeah. you got another chance.
1: Yes, right. Queen
4: by the way, uh you skipped toolbox, not that these matter, but swing was the one you missed Toolbox, graduate, and trilogy were the remaining ones uh all right, Bradley, you ready to give? Yes all right when you hear the timer, go for it playing a little twenty five words or less and by the way, Don, you' were at uh, nineteen words there at that point. So oh just
0: 19 to give you an is idea my favorite of the, number oh,
4: that's perfect. Just yeah. give you an idea of the pace. so are you okay. ready? Are you ready, Bradley? <laughs> yes, sir all right when you hear the timer, go ahead and start. not odd. Even
2: Seven Dwarfs
0: Snow White
2: Moving Stairs
0: Escalator
2: Little Finger Pinky Frozen Cocktail Flushy Frozen Uh, Cocktail uh,
0: uh, Margarita
2: Cow Meat Beef West Ocean.
0: Pacific.
2: Ice cream brand name.
0: Oh, uh, 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 uh. Ice
2: cream store.
0: Uh, oh, uh, Dairy name. Queen? Um, no. Um, uh, Baskin Robbins.
2: Clothes.
0: Hanger.
4: Pull together. Um, uh,
0: t- closet?
4: Not button. Um, zipper <laughs> And actually that buzz from this timer and that buzz because that was your twenty fifth word. Ah, you got it. So man. Close. Oh my god. You gosh. guys crushed it there. That was so
0: good. We uh, nailed it. Bradley, man. those were perfect.
4: Even Snow White, Escalator, Pinky, Margarita, Beef, Pacific, Baskin Robins, yeah, well clothes guess them, brought Dawn. together work. Zipper. I did clothes pull together. Pull together. Er. <laughs> Which, I did I'm get it. Trying to figure out how many words that actually—that's hard. But, yeah.
0: What would you have given me for toolbox, Bradley? If, uh, if you were hammer tool- home,
2: hammer home. Hammer yeah. home. That's mm-hmm. good. Uh, what about water bubbles?
0: Uh,
2: Hot water bubbles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, farts. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> no, no. Um, s- sauna.
2: Spa. No, that wouldn't be a good one. How Hot about, tub.
4: What would you do, Mike? Hot water bubbles. Um boiling. Pasta Yeah. Boiling. Boil. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you got one more over there. Uh, we do. Yeah, oh, we
2: do. First of all, so we, we won or You right? guys technically. I mean, yeah, you've already won. won. That was the and best
0: you guys have get, ever done. We get all of these yeah. things as a prize.
4: If you were actually playing the game to get it go for the ten thousand dollars, you need to get the 10, but...
2: Oh, really? You have to get all 10? You have to get
4: all 10 in the game to get the
2: $10,000. Yeah. Now,
4: wait. When you say all 10, like we each have to get the full 10 on the list, so not how, 10 total. Exactly. So basically how the final round works wow. is what you, what you guys just did were two final rounds in I the actual show. I just
0: looked at the paper. Is That's that okay? okay. Yep, yep. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, because okay. you're going
4: to do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
4: All um, right. Wow. Final. That would have been... You got to move. You do have to move. It's tough. Yeah. It okay. is a tough, I gotta get tough final round game. All righty. Okay. You ready to do this? I am down? Yeah. ready. Let's see if you can do it. Let's end Friday on the most historic note ever. Here Actually we go. We're going to get them 25 all. 25 words or less. Are you ready? Yep. Yes. Let's do it. Together. Apart.
0: Holland Hanks. Holland. Uh, scientific. Paper. Uh, um, scientific.
2: Formula. Test. Scientific test. Study. Um, Formula.
0: Pass. Sugar confection. Candy. Uh, Netflix, Hulu.
2: Streamer. Streaming service.
0: Round container. Bowl. Big.
2: Bucket. Wine. Jug, bottle, gallon box franzia bigger cask
0: <laughs> uh, okay um Gas. pass um winery uh pass um acetaminophen
2: drug painkiller brand aspirin
4: ibuprofen
0: acetaminophen tylenol. brand
4: tylenol you got that uh, one there. Tylenol, yep. yeah. What <laughs> yeah. was the wine spe- thing? Got
0: Barrel. Ah.
4: Barrel. Oh. And then you got hooked. Don, I don't know if you could have done better, but scientific test is what you did, right? Yeah. Scientific test. Exam? No, you're thinking of Thuddy? taking a test. If you're actually a scientist doing a test. Experiment. Experiment. Yeah, oh. I spent too long on that. No, my brain That was, was a tough one.
0: one. It's okay, but Fiery. what do we get? Uh, one, one two, two, three, four, five five
4: yeah not too bad not too bad at all yeah we kind of regressed a little bit but all right six nine <laughs> and then five but, the uh i do i will say that last one was the harder uh group of words so well,
0: well done gosh. oh my gosh the very last one on here um i don't know what i would have said <laughs> why don't you try right. to do it real quick okay um uh, oh, let's see um country backstabber
2: country backstabber
0: uh Country, um, oh gosh, cheater.
2: Country cheater? (laughs) Like, do you mean country, like like, country music?
0: Like, um. Like, I'm in the country. America. Exile. Charge.
2: Traitor. Benedict Arnold. Betray country.
0: Ooh! Betray country by treason. Yes, treason. Go, treason. Oh my god! That would have been oh gosh, hard. That's that would have really been tough, hard. Yeah. yeah.
4: You guys treason? did great today. <laughs> He came the, but, up
0: with all of these. I mean,
4: actually, no. The game; those were all actual yeah. final round ones.
0: You, d- oh, man, no wonder so they're final. Good. He mm-hmm. goes to the actual show and gets the real well, yeah, things. Uh,
4: Mike's the real deal. Neither of you guys got to the ten, but that's okay because you're both going home with this.
3: <gasps> Lee and Perrin's sauce, the original Worcestershire sauce, oh. contains only pure natural products. Enhance your recipes with Lee and Perrin's Worcestershire sauce. Plus, toaster.
4: only contains natural products. <laughs> oh, Leon Perrin
0: to- is the only choice for Worcestershire, by the way.
4: Worcestershire? And the original to- uh, choice, apparently.
0: Okay. Because yeah. that was
4: from Joker's Wild in 1975. Wow. Ooh.
2: Um, I love a little Leon Perrin. It's good in a Bloody Mary, maybe in uh onion dip. You know, oh, just adds a little zinc. It was in a Absolutely. recipe the other
0: day and I just left it out because I didn't have any. Oh.
2: Oops. There was a period during the pandemic where it was hard to come by.
0: And now we've overcome that.
2: Yes, there's no longer a shortage. This of weekend, get
0: your lead parents.
2: <laughs> Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us. <laughs> Dear audience, thank you for being with us this week. It has been a pleasure to serve your ears. I hope you'll join us again on Monday. Up next, Lori and Julia.